We'll crack on. Let's do it. We'll crack on. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by introducing, welcome uh, boys and girls, isn't it? because yeah. obviously it's that 14% female oh. audience out there. We were just looking on Spotify. Welcome everybody as well. Episode four. We we're just looking. Yeah, a month in. A month in. You didn't think we'd be here. Look we're at us. Still here. We're leveling. Look at us now. We're look leveling. At, look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> but yeah, the fourteen percent. We were just looking at the analytics, and uh, we've got fourteen percent female listeners. So we have to introduce now, not just by saying boys, boys and girls. Boys and girls. I mean, we've got to be inclusive <laughs> uh, to the only two genders that are that are on the planet, Saunders. Um, but yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> only just started. <laughs> Oh, I didn't get any tobacco, man. <laughs> you know, I have to go get some of my marge. One eternity later. All right, we're back. All right, we're back. <laughs> Alas. Typical amateur podcast business, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Well, well, that's, you, this is what we love. This is what we love. The raw, authentic podcast business, you know what I'm saying? Got to do what you got to do. So it's uh, the 12th of August. Saunders, how's your week been? It's been good, you know, bro. It's been really good, actually. Um, what have been up to this week? Oh. Just been working like a dog, to be honest. Like preps in full effect now. To be fair, diet is just fucking closing in on me, bro. Cardio's at fifty-five minutes. Calories are low, bro. Just feeling a bit emaciated, to be fair. But you know what? You do learn a lot when you're doing that because I feel like I can't explain it. You you just got to do it to go through it, and you just feel like you find parts of yourself that you wouldn't have found before. Like fifty-five minutes on a stairmaster every single day, bro. Like you know when you get to the end of it, you're like. I gotta do that again tomorrow. <laughs> just like, for fuck's sake, get it? But you just get used to it. And yesterday, like I look forward to it. And sometimes it's all right. Sometimes I listen to something new. I'll learn something. I'll listen to music, and you know, you just get something out of it each time. So it's um, it's a good experience to be fair. But what would you say you've struggled with this week, other than the stairmaster? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say my time. I think my time efficiency hasn't been very good this week. I feel like. Could have utilized my time better. Mm. It's I mean, always the time, isn't it? It is. And we were saying this the other week everyone's busy, but not everyone's productive. Um, and I feel like I've had a bit of one of them weeks. I've been running back and forth here and there. And again, not all of it's obviously my fault. There are a lot of external factors, but it's just doing what you can control, really. Like even just things like simple stuff prep your meals early so you can just be at one place rather than having to travel here, travel back. You've lost 40 minutes in, you know, in commuting and that kind yeah. of thing, really. So. It's been a good one in terms of habits and monk mode and that kind of thing. I'd say um, I'm just I'm in it now. Like, I'm just in. Like, there's no ticking boxes. There's no ticking off habits. Yeah. I read. I meditate. Yeah. And it's part of you know. I feel like I've already got the habit almost now. It's not like um, it's not like a thing that you need to tick off and check off. It's just part of the lifestyle now. So. You know what? That's exactly what I'd I'd say. I'd feel the exact same as that. I'd, I mean, when we first kind of started the monk mode, we had. Uh, the habits app that we downloaded and kind of you know prepped ourselves to what we were going to do but it's almost like i don't feel the need to even tick that off anymore because it's so naturally just in my yeah, brain yeah. in my head and in, ingrained in what i know i need to do which is straight drink water every day the bottle isn't here but it's behind the camera i promise <laughs> the battle he's got his there you know what i'm saying but um yeah just keeping on top of my water doing 100 push-ups every day i do i try and do like two no 20 every kind of two three hours yeah um and just get at least a minimum of 100 in um, I'd say this week I've struggled with, I'd say being totally honest, productivity towards the end of the week. Um, I don't know if it was because we were planning to sit down and do the pod yesterday and it's we had an all over the place day yesterday and yeah, I just yeah, was yeah. like waiting for you to get here and then it got too late and I just kind of wasted too much time. But like you said, just kind of watching stuff, not being as productive as I could have been. Um, probably slacked a little bit on the reading this week as well. Um, didn't read as much as what I would, would have wanted to, but I did actually do a lot of good in terms of um, learning about ADHD and learning about brain and some scientific stuff in terms of my ADHD and stuff. So that's the topic we'll probably get into maybe next week because um, we've got a lot to go through this week. Well, in terms of like the news, it's been kind of a, a quiet, quiet short week. week this week, to be totally honest. Um, we'll transition into the top stories for the week, which I'm sure hopefully... Maybe some of you might have seen the Montgomery brawl Wild. Uh, over in Wild. America. <laughs> um, it's been, I would say, one of the greatest times in black history. Um, I would also say there needs to be a statue made of the man throwing his cap. Uh, and I would also say that we should probably preserve that cap in a museum for eternal black history. Um, this is one of those rare occasions, Ed, 
where blacks were not the antagonists. Um, it's, it's incredible, honestly. Uh, normally I'm the one shouting, you know, fucking blacks, they're fucking so stupid. Um, but yeah, it turns out this, in this instance, there was a, a, a dock, a captain of a boat who wanted to bring his uh, boat into the dock. Um, these, these white people who already had their boat in the dock, they were not willing to, to budge for them. And, the, uh, and there was another boat that was coming in that had a bunch of like tourists and black people on there as well. And yeah, basically, well, I've got a little short clip that I'll show you and we'll play over the top. So this is, uh, this is how it starts. Um, where's the, the angle of the man getting it? And what we need to see the cat. Here's the cat throw. There it is. Oh, shit. So, so the so this is, yeah, throwing at him. Yeah, it starts throwing at him. And before this, then two more people come in. Oh, they love him. Yeah, it was a woman who came in as well. They're trying to drag him off the, this black guy who's running down and you think he's gonna start smoking people, but he's trying to just calm it down. This is disgusting. I've not seen this angle. This is right at the start. And here's Aquaman! Here's Aquanig! So you got this angle. So he swims over and starts kicking ass as well. And then this is uh, this shit, another bro, angle, bird's so. eye view. Yeah. yeah, it's a bird's eye view. This one on the floor is getting smoked. Yeah, she's getting. Oh, is that a bird? Yeah, she's getting smoked. Wait, yeah. the best bit is to come when the guy comes over with the chair. Now this is what's been going viral. Wait, where's the man with the chair? He comes over. Oh, she gets. Oh, yeah, she gets oh. pushed down again. Now look, here comes the chair. <gasps> Boom! WWE style, yeah, and then he gets, sure gets arrested straight away. Jesus. But it's been going viral all over America, and that the chair, you know, like the fold-up chairs from WWE, yeah. bro. There's so many memes all over the internet of like Bobby man Lashley. in the car, yeah, that man's in their car, and that like with the with the chair, with a pair of like Timberlands on on the ends of the chair, and like a do rag on the on the chair, saying no, me and my boy are ready to pull up, like bare black people at Walmart, and that like with bare like uh, fold chairs like yo just got the call for seeing the cat get through we here i'll be there in a few like yo it's been hilarious so yeah it's one of these it's one of these very controversial hilarious times where it's like white versus blacks and it's because it's in uh montgomery alabama yeah. you know that, that dynamic yeah, 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 yeah. so uh yeah that was just some fucking hilarious news that happened this week there's been a couple of people charged and whatnot i think but yeah, nothing too serious, but again, another monumental Wild. time in black history. Um, that cap has to go to a museum. Sorry, I can't, can't stop saying it. But um, the Virgin Galactic also this week successfully flew out tourists to space for the first time. Uh, six individuals were aboard the VSS Unity space plane, including, a fir including first mother-daughter duo to venture to space together. And a former Olympian, John Goodwin, who was 80 years old. Would you go to space? Not for four hundred and fifty k for ninety minutes, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Not for five, not for five thousand pound a minute, I wouldn't. <laughs> Jesus! Wow. How much? Five thousand pound a minute. A that minute. Is. Wow, that's crazy. That's wild, isn't it? But, yeah, not for that much. If 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 you were um if you were a special uh human being, I mean you are a special human being. That's nothing to take away from you, Saunders. But if you were like uh I don't know, you know, you've done something great and. Um, Richard said, Saunders, you know, for your great yeah, contributions, yeah, yeah, we want to, we want to, we want you to come out and be the, one of the first people to come up there. Would you go up there then? If you did have to pay? Not in a heart, like in a heartbeat, yeah. But would you not equate this to the Titan? Titan, yeah, Titan, yeah, Titan, Titan, Titan. Titan. yeah, I was thinking this, but then saying that though, this has got Richard Branson behind it, there's probably a lot more money behind it, and it's probably not controlled by a PlayStation controller, to be honest, <laughs> isn't it? Well, there seem to be three pilots on it, so. <laughs> <laughs> seemed a bit more um a bit more control but yeah no i definitely would i think I would. It's, yeah i think like the one thing we've always said that we've been curious about and stuff is you know the way the world works and you know when someone tells you what to do or you know you can't part there or you can't do this and you can't do that why because we're such a we're such a small minute part of this whole you know spectrum um, spectrum uh galaxy yeah whatever you want and i feel like <laughs> i feel like going to there it would just take me out completely and i'd be like I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Now, do you know what I mean? I mean, I think it would give you a good, um, a good reality check on how small 
and yeah. insignificant we really are compared to what's really out there. Um, I wonder if you'd get a good view of the flat landscape of the earth. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> he hasn't even smoked yet. <laughs> the conspiracy theories are already out in force. <laughs> you say it then, I was like, let me just process what you're saying. Like, the flat what? landscape. <laughs> I seen a funny picture the other day of like space and it's like all the other planets and then just like a fudge brownie of like Earth in the <laughs> yeah. middle of this like hilarious area. We won't we will not start getting into uh It's too early for that. Yeah, it's too early. Flat Earth and uh, conspiracies. But I don't know, yeah, it's um it's a ninety minute trip. So I'd like to know where you obviously go. What like yeah. you know, how far they take you and that yeah. kind of thing. But what's yeah. the route look like? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Is there a route? Yeah. There's gotta be a route, hasn't there? Gotta be, I mean I think it's interesting how they get back, can it like Getting up there must be pretty easy, but like, how the fuck do you get back? Like, is it like a normal plane? Like, it just directs itself it's back. No space. It's like a rocket it? or whatever. It's like a plane. It's got. It's got to be like direction. It's got to be like. Let me put it. Let's yeah. have a look at it. Look like because what I'm what I'm, what I'm trying to say is as well. You're paying four hundred and fifty k for ninety minutes. So if you go first class somewhere, say Dubai, you're paying about ten grand just for one flight. That's yeah. just for an Emirates flight. Like yeah, yeah. First, uh, first, first edition or business class, whatever you want to call it. Um, you're paying about 10k and that's just one way do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so what are you getting for 450k i know you're going to space you're not going to dubai but like shortly they haven't got like fucking, like dinner ladies coming up like what do you want like do you want a muffin and like we've got some mac and cheese and that yeah any, like, what's any, the service like any, um, yeah. any louis vuitton bags and that yeah you know what like, what's the crack in it like yeah. is it um what's it called space galactica but a virgin virgin Virgin, Virgin Galactic. Galactic, yeah, yeah. Space Galactic, that's like a film or something. I think so, yeah. I just wanted to have a look at the, what would you call it? Is it a plane or? Aircraft, space plane, that's what it says. A rocket was released from a plane rocket at around 50,000 feet. Its engine ignited and sent it in a near vertical climb to around 50 oh, miles above Earth. It looks pretty wild, to be fair. It's like a plane and then like another plane attached to it in it almost. Mm. Yeah, you can put it up there. I mean, like, you can have a look. But yeah, I mean, we'll look. Everyone can have a look at them if they want to have a look at it. Yeah. I mean, I'd go. I'd yeah, definitely yeah, go. definitely. But um, next, of course, I'm sure you must have heard, it's official, Elon versus Zuck. War. The Rome Coliseum. This is apparently where it's going to go down. <laughs> so Elon tweeted out earlier today, uh, yesterday, sorry, I think this was, yeah, this was up yesterday. The fight will be managed by Moyen Zuck's foundation, not the UFC. Livestream will be on this platform and meta. Everything in camera frame will be ancient Rome, so nothing modern at all. Oh, wow. I spoke to the PM of Italy and Minister of Culture. They have agreed on an epic location. Oh, It's going to be the Colosseum, 100%. Everything... See, saying here, location UFC apex. What date is that, though? Because this was up, literally yeah. yesterday Elon tweeted this. Okay, good, good, good. Um, but yeah, so basically, what all you said, this could be peak humanity. So it's a cage fight, isn't it? It's going to be a cage fight in the Coliseum. Is this peak humanity, Saunders? It's got Elon at this point. And two of the biggest corporations, CEOs. <laughs> at this point, they're just like, what can we do? Right, we've got enough. We've money. got Logan yeah. and fighting at fucking boxes and yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, what can Jake. we do now? Yeah. Well, let's just, fucking suck, let's just it? take it back to the 1800s and scrap it out of the Colosseum. I just can't believe it. I mean, you, we, I mean, it's got to be to the death, surely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if yeah, I think it's, I think it's incredible. I think this is peak humanity. Genuinely, I think I can't think of a time in history that will top this. Like it's Elon versus Mark Zuckerberg in a cage match in the Coliseum of Rome. I'm looking at Zuck now and I can't lie, he's looking stacked, bro. He's looking stacked. <laughs> Don't lie. His shoulders are popping. He might actually be um, taking performance enhancers. <laughs> Is that how Zuck's going on? Bro, he's looking stacked. Damn. So, Ed, who have you got? Well, it's a cage match. It's a cage fight now, an MMA fight. So, initially I'd have liked Elon. Well, I'd have said Elon would have won because I'd say he's the bigger dude. I think he's a bit taller than Zuck and he's probably so, got yeah. a bit more weight behind him. And I thought, you know, if they're at like a similar skill level, mm. he could probably fuck Zuck up. Yeah. But now... What if Zuck just drags him to the ground, bro? <laughs> <laughs> You're coming down here, my boy. <laughs> Pond scum. Oh, my God. Yeah, honestly, I think it's going to... What do you I... reckon? 
I have to back Musk because it is the boy, you know, Twitter, I'm a Twitter boy. Musk is the guy, man. He's just fucking, he's just the man. I think he's got a bit of weight behind him. I think if he actually learns how to throw a jab, I think he can actually throw dangerously, like, retard strength. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I dad strength. Dad strength, yeah, bro. Dad like, I think he's just ready to just crush, man. Um, but Zuck has also been training in jiu-jitsu. That's the, that's, that's the big so question, isn't it? Zuck could bring him, the, but I mean, if Zuck grabs can him and bear him hugs him. Can he get him down? Can he get him down? And if he does, can he defend? Because Mark will just, stretch that arm yeah, out probably. you'll be in the crucifix so the thing is how much time has each one got to commit in to the fight that's because good, you know they've got question. businesses to run at the end of the day i think they're gonna do it um actually i'm not too sure let me see if eli's tweeted it out anywhere when they're gonna be doing it um i'm sure he did say a date but it wasn't like a, an official confirmed date right okay because i'm just thinking you know if elon's got like say they've got three months or whatever yeah it's not a lot of time if he got a can he afford to train for five hours a day? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, Elon he... will make it. Elon seems to have the power of bending time to just make shit happen. So, yeah, true. Yeah, I, I, my money's going on uh, Elon. My money's going on Elon. That's all I'm gonna oh, say. I really want to put it on Elon, but now that I know it's a cage fight, I've got to go Zuck. <laughs> going Zuck. I, I, I respect it. Zuck. We might have to do a little little wager, a little wager, wager, wager yeah, yeah, yeah. All proceeds go back into the pod. Literally. <laughs> um, and then I think finally, yeah, there's been some actually sad news this week about the Hawaii wildfires. Um, there's been terrible, terrible destruction in Hawaii due to um, wildfires. I think it's been mostly due to um, a hurricane that was uh, a few miles off the coast of Hawaii. Um, there's unfortunately been 67 people uh, dead, I think, and a lot more that have been evacuated um, to the island of Mway, I think you say. But yeah, terrible. There seems to be a lot of that going on at the minute. Loads of wildfires in America. It's just because of how dry these places are and how hot they get. Because mm. I think I think July was the hottest month the planet has ever had on record. <laughs> didn't fucking feel like it, did it? Uh, fucking, we didn't get none of it, let me tell you that. Um, and then finally, just some small news. Uh, I have actually been selected, some NFT news, if any of my NFT nerds are watching. Uh, I've been selected by Chimpers, who I'm repping today, this beautiful t-shirt. They sent me out a merch pack this week, and it is fucking clean. So just for me being a holder of this NFT, um, they sent me out a merch pack, they sent me out a nice little key ring, uh, and a frame of one of the adventures. And I've also been selected to join their Creators Academy program, which is going to help me grow my personal brand, grow my uh, social presence on, on all social platforms. Uh, and I've also been accepted on Twitter for the Twitter's Creator Revenue program, which will enable me to get paid for tweeting. I'm actually really proud of that. Thank that. you, bro. You know what? It just shows any persistence, consistency. Yep. You know, you've always known what you wanted to do, and it's the exact same that we're doing here. We've got a vision. You just keep at it, and you know, that's it. Day by day, you cheap at it. That's it. The the entry requirements were five million impact, five million impressions over three months. An impression is every time your tweet gets seen on the feed, um, and uh, to be have over six thousand followers, I think. And also to be a Twitter blue follower, don't uh, quote me on that second one. But I had two, I didn't even realize I'd, I'd got five million impressions in three months and I'd got the other one. All I had to do was sign up for Twitter blue. So I was like, fuck oh, it, I'll sign up. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. It. I, I hadn't paid for it the last couple of months, but I was like, fuck that. Uh, but yeah, so, so it's fingers crossed the, la- the next couple of months I'll be creating even harder and be getting paid Good just for uh, uh, just a tweet. And it says each time a user views an ad on their post or profile, the platform generates revenue from that impression and a percentage of the revenue is shared with the creator. So it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, it's a dub. It's a massive dub in terms of content creation and being paid for your time and your effort. Um, so today's topic, Ed, I've got Talk to me. Um, quite a good one, to be fair, something that I'm quite passionate about and I think you'd be quite interested in as well, which is about the school curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um and not teaching children life lessons and life skills that translate into actual useful skills in the long term. So, I mean, just some off the top of my head or some that I've wrote down as well, mortgages, money management, careers, debt management, uh, job, career finding, like 
school doesn't really set you up for a successful life. Like the, the system and how it's worked is the same as everyone in our kind of family history has followed the same thing. And that's why we all end up in the same system is go to work, uh, go to school, go to college, go to uni, get a job that's average or, you know, just above average and then work until, until, you're, in until you're in the grave. What kind of system is that for young kids to get to, to get to make to be successful? I don't think they're bothered about young kids though. It's just about keeping them in the system, right? Yeah. Well, what the the the, um, the critical thinking questions is why? Why do they want to keep people in the system? Economy. Fear. It's a tough one. I think obviously there's. In our generation now, with content creators and all these kind of things, there's a bit of more access to other things outside of the curriculum that you can learn on your own. But yeah. like you say, that's the one percent, I suppose you could call it now. Because would you say it's like a waste of time to go to school? In that case, if you're saying there's better things you can learn outside of the school curriculum, then what's the point in school? I think yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'm not going to say it's a waste of time. Cause I think it teaches you other things. I think like you know, social, social skills, skills time management, um, deadline management, all of that kind of thing. So I think it's good to obviously have school. But you know, I agree. Like they could improve on the social. Um, they could improve on the uh, the, the timetable. Because I mean, how many times have you used algebra? And it's always the, it's always the common. It's, it's always the one, isn't it? But so it is true. It's, it's a tough one, and I do agree with it, but. Everything I would say with that is perspective because there might be a job that might need algebra. I don't work in finance, but again, it. you you finance boys, you tell me. I don't know whether you use algebra either. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'd so. say it's very rare circumstance. I'd say unless it's like scientific research of like measurements, I can't imagine there's a lot of time that there's a, there's algebra used in daily life. I mean, if, could you name five things that you learnt in school that are really helped you in terms of life something that you've like a lesson that you've actually learned that's actually been yeah useful. so i know what you're saying so I'd, I'd say it's more fundamental so i'd say yeah learning how to use a computer yeah that's obviously a big one for everyone yeah i'd say i learned that at school i wouldn't have learned that at home yeah um you know if you really wanted to you could say learning the fundamentals of some other languages but again that's not for every school yeah i went to a language college so you were forced down two languages so it's yeah. different I mean, um, secondary school, it's normally mandatory to at least take one language. Okay, it? yeah, it might, be, it might be mandatory to do that. But then in terms of, you know, your maths and English and that kind of thing, but it's hard because would you say you've learned a lot of your vocabulary from being taught English literature and language, or would you say you've learned it from your own research? I'd say predominantly, I'd say it's my own research, to be honest. I'd say a lot of my vocabulary, and I'd say at times I've have quite a vast vocabulary but i wouldn't say a lot of the words i've learned has ever been due to like looking at a dictionary in school or like yeah. learning from certain subjects i'd say it's just from like listening to intellectual people's conversations and um picking up on certain things and doing my own research really so what would you change within the curriculum first of all money management straight up there yeah. first of all money management i think the biggest thing that sets children up for failure is not having a direction or a path to go in once they leave school or having an even idea of what they're interested in. So I think there needs to be some sort of um, focus around helping kids acknowledge what they're good at, what they're interested in, and even down to certain things like family dynamic, or let's say your dad's a plumber, like nine times out of 10, I think we've said this before about work, like you're gonna follow like if you whatever your mum and dad kind of do, do you know what I mean like your dad does a certain job if you've got a nuclear household or your dad works and your dad, you've got your dad in your life you're probably going to do the same kind of profession that your dad does if he, if he works a certain type of job like builders and whatnot most grafters go into the same because it's just easy work and dad's already in it so which is an easy way to get into yeah. it even brothers and sisters <clears throat> but I don't think that's effective I don't think and there's nothing wrong with it I don't think there's anything wrong with it at all I'm not saying that there's a, a million other jobs that are better than a, a grafter or working Sainsbury's or whatnot it comes down to a long-term plan for for kids if you would have sat me down at 15 it probably would have been fucking hard because I probably wouldn't have been bothered to be honest which is probably half the, the trouble but I think if you're able to sit down young children at the age of 15 16 17 18 and put them into a direction 
of where they actually want to go and start thinking about long-term goals and the and the actual kind of seriousness i think we're kind of putting a cotton we're kind of like blinded as kids and as youth like you're not really like when you hit adulthood you gotta start paying your own bills and you gotta start paying your own shit it's very overwhelming and it like yeah. i'm sure everyone can agree yeah. being an adult a young adult is overwhelming especially in the united kingdom as well especially in the united kingdom if you live in the west the united states or the united kingdom 100 percent. the cost of living is just a joke the wages are a joke there's literally no way to survive as a single young person if you're paying your own rent and whatnot you've got no money for anything else yeah, so I was having a conversation with my dad the other day, um, and we were talking about this girl that we know, um, and she, we both, you know, we've known her for quite some time, and she's a little bit older than myself, she's like 28, 29, um, and my dad said, yeah, she's getting on so well, she's really, really got a lot of money now, she's doing fantastic, and don't get me wrong, my dad's perception on money is very different to a lot of people's, and more, diff- different, different to mine, but what I'm trying to prove with this is how much inflation's gone up, and how mm. much, you know, the salary... It's different now. I said, oh, shit, like, sounds like she's doing really well, Dad. Like, good job. Like, you know, good job. Mm-hmm. Um, how much is she earning? £43,000. That's like, that's like minimum wage. It's like average wage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't move out on £43,000 nah. on your own. Nah, nah, no way. It is tough. Yeah. So, I think I was saying the same thing to you. Like, when me and you, I think, linked up maybe about a year ago, um, and you was like, I think it was when you were still working at Sainsbury's, maybe, and you were like, yeah, I'm on like... Wouldn't have been a year, wouldn't have been a year ago, then. A year ago, yeah, it might have been long, but it's obviously longer than that. But you were like, yeah, I'm on like 10, 11 pound an hour. And there's me thinking like, like when I used to work in a normal job, like two, three years ago, 10 pound an hour was like banging money. <laughs> like that was a really good job. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, it was hard to get, like the average job yeah. was like eight, six seven pounds. Pound, six yeah, pound. yeah. My first job, I worked in a pub when I was 16. I started on my 16th birthday, 3rd of July. Um, can't remember what year that'd have been. Twenty fourteen, something like that. Mm. Um, yeah, three pounds seventy two an hour. Three pounds seventy two. Imagine someone getting you three pounds like, for an hour of your work. What are you gonna do with that? Three pounds, like literally, and like that's what I used to think about, like because I've seen the kind of the kind of other side of like how easy and quick it is to make money inside of it, the internet, and like to think an hour of my time to be worth. And a measly eight pound or six pound or ten pound, like so you give you like your, your kids to go down to the shop to get a couple of sweets, literally. And, and like, and even I was speaking to my friends the other day, and he's just had to uh pay out for a new wheel at the fucking council roads, devastated his wheel, so he's had to get a new wheel put on. He's like, That's an hour of that's like like two hours of graph that is yeah. for my wheel and he pays tax on his so so, yeah. those, so those that road tax is yeah really well, this is what he's, got. he's trying to he's trying to get the council to, to pay out yeah. for his Definitely. for his tire yeah because the roads are, are a joke so yeah that, that would be one thing as well like uh like investing like even if it's not like crypto again when i think when people hear me say about investing they think all of a sudden i mean crypto like no like stocks there's property, there's assets like buying gold or buying silver or buying things that are actually going to hold its value over a long time or putting it into an ISA or putting it into something where your money is going to multiply and increase over time, which is what you want your money to do. You don't just, you can't just have your money in the bank. Like if you've got your money just solely in the bank and all of your money, you're, you're doing money. something wrong. You're doing something seriously wrong. Because like you said, you're losing money, you're leaving money on the table. The bank are using your money, leaving that little number on the screen using your money to fucking make money and then put your money back and make more money on your money and everyone's money while they give you a tiny little portion of it. So why are you not going to do the same thing and maximise it? Anyway, keeping children educated on financial literacy, investing, in, like money is the main thing. It's the thing that's going to help kids in the long run overall. So imagine you're 17, 18 and a family member of yours passed away and you get a massive influx of money and you've got no education on money. So the first thing you do is buy a car. First thing I would have said, yeah. buy a car, buy nice clothes, buy a little watch or a chain or, you know, P5, this, that, but next minute, you know, you spent 10, 15, 30 bags of a but it's all right. investment. You look rich. You look good, man. You get me, you'll pay the one year and you'll have, you'll have to spend more of that inheritance because you're chilling, you've left your job, you get me, you're nice for a little bit. But in the long run, you fucked. You could have invested that into a stock. You could have bought yourself your first property. You could have gone half with your boy on a property. You could be renting it out, getting a monthly wage. You could have started up your own thing. There's so many avenues that you can take, but children are just educated to do the same fucking thing in the system. I just think, me personally, I want to I want to do something about that and eventually we'll you know, start going to youth centres and trying to educate kids on making money. It's, it's, it's a good topic, that is, because we said, we said it before we jumped on it, didn't we? So... 
we <laughs> funny story about this actually. So with obviously the youth clubs that we used to go to, um, you know, I'm sure everyone if you're in that twenty three to maybe yeah. thirty yeah. age range, you can probably still remember youth clubs. I know I like you said earlier, you don't think there are that kind of youth all no, the no, ones no, that no. I drive past that we used to go to are shut they're yeah. just boarded up yeah. now. So I'm guessing it's not them. But you know, you'd have your table tennis, you'd have your pool, you'd have like an outside area where everyone can just like run around and just chill. You have a PlayStation, whatever. Um, and you know, it wouldn't probably harm putting in something at the start of it, maybe like you say, half an hour financial literacy, half an hour, what do you want to do with your life? Oh, okay, so you know, make it a bit more personal rather than them just teaching you something. So each person goes in once at a time if there's like two or three members of staff. Tim, what do you want to be? Oh, okay, well, I'm not actually sure, but I'm interested in these three things. Have you got kind of like an ebook or a course on anything that you can show me to naturally progress to get into that uh, career? Because you've hit the nail on the head as well. You said, you know, you you, you go to school to eventually get money. Yeah. And a lot of people go, oh, well, you know, there's a lot more to life than money. And yes, there is. But why do we call a good job a good job? Because it's good money. Because it's good money. Exactly. Yeah. You could be doing it's good wage. You, you could be doing a very, very, okay, here's a classic example then. People who worked in um, supermarkets during COVID, they did a fantastic job. Yeah. Replenishing all those shelves on all the kitchen rolls and toilet rolls were going out, all the cans of soup. They literally kept people fed, kept yep. people with toilet roll and that kind of thing. Well, yep. <laughs> they didn't keep people with toilet, toilet roll. roll. That was that. <laughs> but but they, delivery people they, as well. Yeah, but they were clapped, but they ain't got a good job now. Everyone just goes, oh, you fucking work at Tesco, you work at Sandy's. Yeah. So what's, yeah, the, what's, the, the, what's the benefit any, of, of the school system at the moment? I think it just contributes to the brainwashing of kids. Um, like, look how much distractions they've got. Like, look how much distractions we didn't have. Look how much distractions we had when we were kids. We had what BlackBerry, yeah, and that yeah, was, that was it. it. So there was a little MSN, bit, yeah, brief time of BBM, MySpace, Bebo. Yeah, you still have um, you could put like a like a, a tune, like, on yeah. Your <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You could put a tune on your landing page. Sick. Yeah, I oh, yeah. heard bad boy tunes from DJ EJ, <laughs> skankers. But now this is it, man. Yeah. Like kids these days have got Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter fucking every single social media, Facebook, and they've got access to unlimited amounts of dopamine and shit to just brainwash them and make them feel a certain way, change their emotions and their feelings. And they're already going through a massive time of hormones and changing into a teenager. That kind of stuff is just not doing them any good whatsoever. I mean, like I was saying this to you earlier, like the influences that children have today, like if you take out as well, the, the system and how the, the system works, the education system works inside of the, um, the system. Like, look at the influence that young girls have today. Look at the influence that young boys have today. I, I just took down a couple that I thought of just off the top of my head earlier. Tate, of course, Luke Balmar, Saka, The Rock, Richard Branson, Mo Farah, Musk, uh, Denzel Washington. Uh, Jordan Welch, Eman Gatsy, Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, Goggins. There's a, there's a fucking a humongous list. The list goes on and on. But I put a poll up on my Instagram the other day to ask about who are the influential women over the last 20 years. And I only got maybe three answers. One of them was Malala Yousaf. Zaya, I can't, hopefully I'm saying her name yeah, right. Well, that, she um, became an international symbol uh, of the fight for girls education after she was shot in 2012, age 15, for opposing Taliban restrictions on female edu education in her home country of Pakistan. She became a global icon for her fearless attempts to protect every child's right to education. Didn't let her impact, didn't let her age impact her voice by encouraging other young girls and boys to speak up. She was able to change the world. Uh, Cassia Tierney, she's like a fitness coach, she's like a, a fitness guru, she, she went through a massive weight loss change. I'm a big advocate of girls going from like big girls to like gym freaks, like I think it's fucking incredible, a, a big advocate for that, so that's definitely impressionable. Uh, and then you was telling me about Courtney DeWalter earlier as well, innit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've just got down, she's an American ultra marathon runner and former teacher, Courtney DeWalter, uh, crushed the Western State course record, winning in 15 hours, 29 minutes, and breaking Ellie Greenwood's 11-year women's record by 77 minutes, which I think is a fucking incredible feat. So you think 77 minutes is an incredible feat? Right. I mean, let to me beat it, this, let to me beat it by so. seven, 77 minutes is incredible, yeah. So she runs something called the Moab 240. Goggins has run a couple of these, right? So it's 240 miles, right, in the desert. 
and you you know you just absolutely scorch the heat and you've got to run 240 miles obviously it's going to take you longer than a day so you know how are you going to plan it out where are you going to sleep where are you going to run where are you going to eat where are you going to hydrate a lot goes into it and it's male and female as well this is um so she ran this 240 mile with one minute of sleep right one minute of sleep she took a nap i said look you need to rest and she took this nap and she said she took it for one minute and apparently she said it felt like a four five six hour nap one minute and then she carried she carried on running i can't remember like i can't remember how long it took her i want to say something like 58 hours but apart from that minute she ran the whole race straight right and guess how far the person was behind her and this was a male as well guess how long about three and a half hours 10 hours bro <laughs> 10 That's hours ridiculous. she's an animal and um she, she um she's got an interview on joe rogan and he asked her he goes um so what was like your diet like leading up to it? obviously you would have had to carb load and you would have had to you know get uh, a lot of nutrients and that kind of thing um because you're gonna need a lot of carbs to run that well you're probably running on fat because you're low intensity so you'd be scoffing your face in fat so maybe i don't know there's different signs on different ones but never mind and she goes um yeah it was pretty much just like beers and sweets and she beat the next person who was a man as well by 10, 10 hours. hours see that's what i mean there is women who are just different breeds but i'd never even heard of this woman i'd never even heard of any of these women um until people had told me about them and bar the, uh, and one of them was a, was a was a man who told me about one of these females so i don't see a lot of female influence in terms of role models um for young people to look up to especially in terms of females like i was saying to you earlier like cardi b Nicki minaj like beyonce like all these kim kardashian that, yeah kim kardashian like these are the people that young girls look up to and, and what do they stand for hoes homeless like why is that being glorified um well, i think it depends on perspective really because you might have a different role model greta as well maybe sorry yeah sure sure she's on there um and I feel like obviously what's a role model to you might be a different role model to me. What uh, a male role model might look like that a lot of men want to follow is going to look different to a woman. So I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I do think there is a lot of women influence. So like, for example, but you just got to be looking in the right places to find them. Maybe so if you think of someone like, um, you know, do you know Grace Beverly? Because you just literally reminded me because you said of that woman who did the fitness stuff. So she's my age. She's literally like, she was born in February of 1997. So 26. Um, I think that's right anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've followed her like since I've followed her for like years on Instagram and that kind of stuff basically. When was she born? Uh yeah, she's yeah, she's twenty six. Okay. Twenty six, yeah, yeah. Um and she obviously just started off by posting like fitness pictures and all that kind of stuff. She's got like um she's been invited to like the like downing street and that kind of stuff now. She's had all of these stuffs going on from the businesses that she's built and that kind of stuff. So I think similar to that other one you said, I can't remember her name, sorry, but um Courtney. Court, no, no, not Courtney, oh, no. there's another one. Yeah. Uh, Cassia. Cassia. Um, the, the, they definitely are influential women people, but I know what you mean from they the whole, when you look at like, they don't get the, like, you the spotlight. Know, yeah. There's not a spotlight yeah. on them. Like um, Kim K is your best example. Yeah. Or uh, Kylie. Yeah, yeah. Just the whole family. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. The whole Kardashian family, so. Yeah, but I why think... do people watch that? Why, why, do they, why would you watch that and think this is, it's not necessarily an influence to start with because they're entertained by the show, let's say. Mm. But then, they're buying all the skims and all the stuff, aren't they? You know, like a clothing brand or whatever. Mm. So technically they do become an influence, but it's like, why would they have become an influence? I think because they find it so entertaining, the lifestyle, like, you know, being like the girl boss, like running things in a business, like it yeah. looks so easy on, on the TV screen, but they have that, but they just like the idea of it. And it's like being a dreamer, basically, isn't it? Yeah. Like not being like someone who actually acts on stuff. You just dream about stuff like, oh, like, yeah, it looks amazing to me, like a fucking professional bodybuilder, but you know how fucking hard it is. And you've got a cut and you've got a bulk and yeah. you've got to eat the same grueling meal every night. Like, no one you sees don't want that it. shit. You don't it. want yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. So, and even Kim K, like, yeah, she might have got famous, like, from a, um, I'll tell you who's a good example, probably Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner is probably the best example because she's the mastermind behind all the girls' success. Like, yeah. she's the one who runs all the businesses. So, she really is kind of a girl boss. She never got famous off no ho shit, really. She's been a, a boss the whole time. She was, I know she was obviously Bruce's wife when obviously they blew off. <laughs> Bruce. Yeah, he's Bruce, bro. 
Um, <laughs> it's still bruised, mate. It's still bruised. <laughs> so obviously, um, yeah, man, she's a boss. So yeah, there's a, there's a there's a lot of people that see them. They they they, they just oigalize these women that oigalize also the wrong stuff. Like again, like another video I got sent the other day, Mia Khalifa talking about idolizing leave not idolizing sorry um like glorifying leaving these men saying about she's had this divorce at this age and this divorce at this age and this divorce at this age and, and yeah, like what no like no just take away the social media account from this female because she's just influencing young girls to think in a, in a way of like yeah i should like leave these shit men like yeah shit men shouldn't be shit men anyway but don't glorify Divorce, like, yeah, I know it's what you mean. normal. It just you know happens. I mean? like, it's all right. Like it's fine, you know yeah. why these men. It's not something to like brag you. about, is it? You, you were yeah. literally a porn star for how many years? Like, I wonder if that's played into her three divorces. I can only imagine. Um, but would you do OnlyFans? Would you do porn? Uh, I think if my identity was to somewhat covered, then yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. But no, your face has got to be in it. But you're gonna earn all this. You got to earn all this money. If I'm gonna earn cake off it, yeah, standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. standard. <laughs> if I knew if, if I knew if I know I was guaranteed to get that off it, definitely. Because that's how I feel. Like a lot of these guys and OnlyFans are now. Like they're just like, why wouldn't I shake my ass with my face in it and let whatever out? Because I'm gonna get done. Well, the reason why is because being promiscuous for a female makes you suffer in the long run, whereas being promiscuous as a male. Doesn't really make doesn't really make a difference. Why? I would say because um, men like innocence. Men like women that ho- aren't hoes, obviously. Um, and the reason for that is because it, realistically, coming down to the core of it, it's about status. It's about when you've got why do men always want the fastest cars? Why do you want to be the strongest? Why do you want to be the biggest? Why do you want your body, your body to look the best? Because you want to be better than every other man. Yeah. You want to be better than me, better fucking Tom, Dick, every other Harry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to have, we want to feel good. That's what that's that's the core of many status, whether whether we like it or not. That's just how how it is. Some men aren't, but that's just generally how most men operate. So when you've got a woman that has brings your status down, if you've got a girl that I've slept with, or you know that four of the men that you know have slept with. Why would you want to be with her? Because she she's gonna make like it, it doesn't bring you any status by knowing that four of the men have, that you know have slept with you one. Same as if she's posting promiscuous promiscuous photos or doing OnlyFans or doing porn. Every like there's no secrecy to your woman, and it? it's like it's kind of like bringing it to as an extreme to the to the Islamic faith, and it of like that's why they cover their women because they they want to keep their woman to themselves, and it. Yeah. And that's what it, that's what the core of it comes down to in my eyes. So obviously you've got this girl on OnlyFans, for example, let's say, or like porn or whatever, say like Lana Rhodes, for example, who's made a shit ton of cake in the game. Yeah. She's got out and she's just living her best life now. Does that make independent women unattractive? Ed, I'm so glad you said that because that is literally my hot take, bro. That is literally, <laughs> I was just about to go on to my hot take. I can't believe, you didn't even know, you didn't even know about the hot take. I was just, that is incredible. Yeah, so my hot take is literally, Independent women, are they unattractive or unattractive? And has the rise of feminism and girl bosses hurt or helped society? So I put that as a poll on my Instagram and I used that as the second one. But like you said, your question was basically independent women, does that make them unattractive? unattractive? And I think so, yeah. I think, really? I yeah. think absolutely, yeah. I think, I think the balance between woman and man in a relationship, the woman can't be the leader and still respect the man the same really so like, i think they've got actually less ego so that the money kind of thing wouldn't actually bother them whether they are more than their man or not why do you think why would you think that because it wouldn't bother me but you're not a woman in the ten, in the sense to do with the salary so you would be happy having a woman that earns more than you doesn't bother me doesn't bother you but if she, she just if in that dynamic, there's no dynamic where a woman earns more than a man, and the woman and the man isn't still the the leader. Like you can't, like she just can't respect you the same. I mean, she. Oh right, yeah, I see what you're saying. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think so? If I said like 
I don't know, say I've had like knowledge on something or we've got to go and do this today or we've got to do that. Oh, no, yeah, 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 nah, nah. They'd say, oh, actually, I don't want to do that because I've actually got my own money now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'm top percent Nah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I believe that, you know. I'd say know. the majority of women are a million percent. Really? Definitely. Because it's an, it, 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 we have to think about is women in leadership roles, would you rather work for a woman or a, bo- or a man? If you have to pick, you can't say, I'm not bothered. For me, it'd be a male. Yeah. Why? Because I just resonate better with men than I do women. So would you say that women in higher power roles tend to be more bitchy, more like what, look women? down? Yeah, yeah. Oh, look down on like men and that and like. Not necessarily, no, because I haven't had enough women bosses to mm, obviously to like. Opinion. Yeah, but that you, but but that could be a man who could do that as well. Mm, of course, but I'd say men normally don't really give a fuck, and it normally. They're not really bitchy. They're there to get the job done if they're in a... Again... You'd hope so. Everyone yeah, should be. Yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, there's definitely, you know, going into sub-niches, there's definitely men that obviously don't like other men in terms of whatever. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Then they, they move bitchy and whatnot. But, yeah, I just can't see the respect level being... Remaining. Yeah, really. Yeah, like, long-term, I just can't see it happening. So, like you said, like, Lana Rhodes, really, the only reason why... She is, is she no? She's she's is she the thing that's with Adam? No, no, no. no, no. She's Lana's just had a baby. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With the NBA, NBA, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's yeah. doing my Logan's yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, again, she's just got no value. That's that's just you. Just, like, really? you you're not you're not with you're not with your baby dad. Your baby dad's an NBA ba- NBA player. It's all over the news and whatnot, and like it's all like a secret story and all this and that. Like, yeah, I I see these girl bosses and that mentality of being a girl boss as like they take on masculine traits and it to be to be a boss and to be in these high power jobs takes masculine traits and it you have to be um you have to be cutthroat you have to be sharp you have to be confident you have to be well spoken you have to be um, there's a lot of things that you have to be that are all quite masculine traits so for a woman for a woman to get to that level, she has to be quite masculine to an extent in it. So go on. I wouldn't say more masculine. I'd say more ruthless. But again, being ruthless is it's a it's quite a masculine, it's a masculine trait, isn't it? Oh well, not in twenty twenty three, it's not like <laughs> I don't know what is masculine anymore, in it. <laughs> People don't know whether they are or not. <laughs> Yeah, that's a whole different ball game. That is. So um, I was going to say then, what would like be you know, um, this is a hard question to answer. If ever like on paper, what would be your perfect? Is there a perfect girl? Um. Yeah, man. I think it's. I think it's really simple, man. I think men are such simple creatures. Like I think we're so easy to please, and women just don't know what we actually want in it. And I'm going to give some games to the women right now because this is free game. Men only want probably three things which is peace their their belly full and their balls empty that's it like my perfect type of girl would be a girl that has some type of ambition has her own things going on like wants to go to the gym like stays on top of her health motivates me as well uh is in takes an interest in the things that I'm also interested in and involved in so we can actually ha- converse and have conversations, not just about what she's seen on Instagram and seven TikToks she wants to show me. Like, I ha- like the things I don't like, it's pretty easy to say the things I don't like, and it, that as well, and just, yeah, very, like, submissive. Um, and when girls hear the word submissive, they seem to think it's, like, dull, so, or, like, you just yeah. plod along and say yes to everything your man says, but no, it's not that at all. It's just not being combative, not always making an argument for argument's sake, like always just being combative, that combative masculine behaviour, like no man likes that. Um, innocence as well, like a girl that is, is a very promiscuous, like keeps stuff to herself, probably isn't really on that very many social medias and that like just wants to just, just kick back at the crib, doesn't go out, doesn't really like going out, like only really wants to go out with me if we want to go out. Like just, yeah, just like a, just a fucking calm match, you know what I mean? Just like not what any of these girls are like today, they just love going out, whether it's to the pub or, to the fucking the club or what like 
always got some attitude or they're taking something in the wrong way and like yeah like you can't you can't be because they take you for like every other man as well like they take you for some fucking idiot and like i'm like like you crazy like you're gonna be fucking leaving messages on unread for like days and that <laughs> thinking like are you dumb like 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 there's just no there's there's no females that i see really today today mostly in this day and age that are candidates of serious quality especially not in the west so do you think you'll ever get married or anything like that or is marriage something that you don't believe in or do you believe in it would you like to get married would you get married <laughs> my honest opinion is oh, it's, it's probably sound mad yeah my mom said it was sad but I think, to be honest, I'll just be like a bachelor. <laughs> it's like a bachelor until I'm like forever. I do. Yeah, basically. I can't, I can't ever see one girl. Like, no man is truly ever happy with one girl. Not no man, sorry, I would say things like that. But the majority of men are not happy with just having sex with one girl. No man works as hard as he does, go through all the shit that he does to get to the top, to just have sex with one girl for the rest of his life. Stupid as fuck. Why would he do that? He's got to the, t- the, p- the top point of his of his male energy and he's going to give it to one female that can bring what to the table. Well, I suppose if you're going to request loyalty out of them, it should be the other <laughs> way back, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, no, actually, no. I don't think that's the case at all, actually. Uh, I think if you're a, a male of high stature and you've got, you're uh, very valuable to the marketplace. Again, I try not to use the word high value man, but if you're someone who's got a lot of options on the marketplace, then you should really have the understanding that every man on the planet, if he had the chance to press a button, would keep his main girl and be able to have sex with any other girl once or twice or now and then. Every man, 90% of men on the planet would press that button. So to be I don't want to say delusional um, but to be ignorant to the fact that a good looking high value man with a lot of options is going to be loyal to just you is stupid and all yeah naive and also the way that it doesn't work both ways is because men predominantly think with their dicks like the reason 90% of the time I hate to say 90% of the time but a lot of the times men always run back to their woman after they've cheated is because they didn't give a shit about the hoe they just fucked. They were just thinking with their dick. It was just like, I just wanted to get that fucking hour. Like, yeah, and they want to have, op- they want to have options. They want to have multiple sex with, they want to have sex with multiple different partners. It's just, but they still want the emotional, but they still want the emotional their... connection with the one. So I've been there. I've, I've been there. I've done it. I'm sure most men have. I'm sure most men have got the one that got away that they did it with and they just wish they told the truth or they wish they never did it. But at the end of the day, men are, Men are these creatures that have these sexual urges, and it's men just, are dogs. They're just dogs. <laughs> dogs. They got the dog in us. But when you look at again the stats, and you look at women only swipe right five percent of the time on on dating apps, and men swipe right ninety five percent of the time, you wonder why men are dogs. They ain't got no options out here. That's why they're out here fucking the worst ones, and that's why the worst ones are still thinking they're the queens because the they're, they're still getting fucked by the worst ones. So there's no they balance to all. They, there's everyone's fucked up. I think like I said last time, if if men got better than women would get better and if women got better men would get better and i think it, it lies on both sides but yeah for a woman to be uh um what's what i'm looking for when you cheat to be uh oh, unfaithful. unfaithful basically um comes down to pure emotion i think the majority of females when they're with a man they they only have eyes for that man so oh, for really? them to go and sleep with another man has to be they really feel that love and connection like women don't really generally just kind of give it up to anyone if they're in a relationship yeah. with a man because they're really with that geezer that's yeah. the only one they care about but for her to do that breaks all connection from that man basically and it like it's it's hard for a woman to understand that because men just cut completely can have a, a, a disconnect from the woman that they've just fought and absolutely care about you and love and adore you and women can't get that into their head that, that how can like, yeah, how can you disrespect me and think that you're going to sleep with someone else and then come back to me like it's not about that it's, you can see the point think, though I, I can 100% and I, and I think if I could take that out of me I think I think if all men were able to take that part of us out and say look I don't want to 
I wish I didn't have that part of me. I wish it, uh, you could take it out now and I'll be fucking happy for the rest of my life. But it's in it. It's in the majority of men. It's just in us to do it. So again, to, to be naive and think that, you know, I mean, you're going to get, if, if most relationships end because a man has cheated on you, which that's most of the time reasons why relationships end and you had a good guy, but he cheated. And then you've just left the good guy because he cheated. And then you've got another shit guy. And then he's cheated as well. Yeah. Are you in a winning situation or are you in a losing situation? Because you could, you could have maybe stayed with a guy who cheated. That was a good guy that was kind of looking after you. And again, it, you can't just be some any old fucking loser who's on the job, on the dole, like thinking you can cheat on every girl. You have to at least be looking after these females or bringing some type of value to their life or increasing their value. Like you can't just be a bit of a loser. Yeah. Um, but again, it comes down to status. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, but oh, you're not going to stab a woman who cheats, are you? Even if she says it, it's whether it's emotionally or not emotionally. Absolutely not. Absolutely She's not. She's out the door. Yeah. She's <laughs> out the door. You broke <laughs> it. It's over. Literally. You betrayed me. Exactly. Exactly. You and that's, betrayed and that's me. the tough part because, yeah, they've betrayed your laws, haven't they? Yeah. So. Yeah. But again, it's like that women, females just can't understand that in the, in the reverse order. But it's just, it's just different. I, I don't agree with you. it. I yeah, I, I get it yeah, as well. Like, up, I, I think it's fucked up. I don't agree with it, but it's just, it's just the fucking way it is. Yeah, like, I'm, it's just the way yeah, it is. I'm, I'm really sorry to the fourteen point three percent of women listening to this podcast as well. So. Well, that's just, uh, <laughs> that's the way it is. Um, but what do you think, though? What do you think? Do you think um, feminism and the, the rise of girl bosses has hurt or helped society? I think anyone who's empowering. Um, themselves and then you know being an influence to others it's only going to be beneficial right because that's what people need to level up today with the access to social media and that kind of thing so I think it is good but it's just depending on what they're a boss for Mm -hmm. because you know some people like we're looking earlier so like Emma Watson for example she's obviously okay she's an actor so she's a little bit different she's obviously already you know everyone knows her from Harry Potter but what was can you pull up her job title now she was the United Nations Women Ambassador. Yeah. So, like, to me, we, I'm, not, I'm sure we have, but have we got, like, a male version of that? But it's like, that, that to me, isn't an influence. Mm. Like, yeah. it's something that's going to influence me. Or, like, like, obviously, from a girl's perspective. But if we had a male one, I wouldn't be looking at him going, yeah, this is, like, a, a person that we really want to look towards. So, it just depends on what, what influence they're providing. Like, some of the girls that we mentioned earlier, you know, you could look at people like... Um, just different women like you know athletes singers or whoever but um some of them they're actually empowering and they're obviously good for society and you could say the same with men i think another thing that comes into it as well is inherent value like women are born with their value Mm -hmm. men have to acquire the value so what i mean by that is how many how many ugly their values based on looks yeah yeah so women have a lot more opportunity just from being a good looking female Agreed. yeah everything else is good on top of whatever else but the ultimate fact is you look good so you're going to get this opportunity basically yeah men don't get that same kind of level of opportunity totally agree so when they're talking about bosses you're already given an innate uh advantage over everyone else yeah, and going back to that, like Kim K is a good example of that, yeah. right? Because obviously, hers is all based on looks originally, wasn't it? Yeah, and the tape. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think all in all, I think extreme feminism, I think, is taking um, us in a bad place. I think feminism is great. I think um, if you if you work a job that is you know, the same as a guy, you should be paid the same. I think if it comes down to a, an elite level where, you know, your your value is based on how much money you make, then I think there's a there's an argument to be made of, you know, if you're not doing as hard of a job, you're not doing as much of the work, you're not working as long, then why would yeah. you pay the same? It's like people make the, the argument for women's football. It just doesn't bring the same audience in. That's, That's why the they problem. get paid less. That's the problem. I remember a girl popping up to me before saying, oh, no one cares about England winning the World Cup. The men just get all the money, this, that, and the other. And I was like, I was like, look the at men. the sponsorships for men's football because everyone watches men's football. No one watches women, women's football. That's why there's no sponsorships. There's no audience there. So that's why they get paid less. And men are taking a cut by making these leagues anyway. Like, yeah, men yeah, have yeah. to pay for these leagues. Yeah, like the, the leagues are still made up from 
the, the money of money. Yeah, from men's yeah, money. So it, it's a it's a funny circle. Yeah, it's like anything. You should be rewarded if it's got value in it. Exactly. If yeah. you're not putting in the work, if you're not down in the fucking mines digging out coal, then what the fuck are you getting paid the same? No, I'll tell you what, they're getting better though, some of them women football, you know, because I've always I've seen some screamers. Shit, I was going to say, this World Cup, bro, I saw like a banging oh, over a kick yeah, that. Fair play, so. Um, but I think to round it off, we've got the Prem started back up, Saunders. Yeah, man. Arsenal. Who's going to do it? I reckon, we, I reckon we've got a fucking good chance this season, you know? Yeah, I, I think, think we've do. got a really good chance this season. I've never said that. I, I've, I don't think I've said that in all my years of life, to be honest. But I think this season we've got a really good chance as long as we don't fumble the bag at the end. You've done it now, though. You've had the experience. Yeah. You should hopefully. As long as you don't get any big injuries and that. I think you've got a good squad. Yeah. I think you've got a big squad. I think my final predicament's still going to be City. I think they're going to do the four feet. They're just too good. After watching Harlem yesterday, I thought, did you see the goals? I haven't actually seen them now. We'll watch them. Yeah, 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 I'll pull them up. There's this one, and obviously, like, he's not even looking at the ball. He's literally just not even looking. It comes to him. He He hasn't even taken a look at the goal. Hasn't looked at the ball, hasn't looked at the goal, just hit it and it's gone in off the crossbar. Boom, 2 0. They've won it. They're going to win it. City are going to do it. Well, we played really well today. 2 1 victory over Nottingham Forest. You play tomorrow. Yeah, against Chelsea. Liverpool fan, by the way. Yeah. Liverpool fan, Arsenal fan. So, yeah, let us know your predictions in the comments. Uh, any football fans, let us know what you think who's going to win the season. Saunders, again, another. Back again. Banger! Yes. Another banger. Good to catch up with you. Good to catch up as always. Um, we'll be back next week. If you haven't already, subscribe to the channel and drop a like because what? It's free. It's fucking free. So we'll catch you boys and girls next week. In the next one. Peace.